Welcome to RH Fanatics Podcast. A general hospital recap. Welcome everybody to our RH Fanatics Podcast. It's going to be a new. Um, we're going to talk about Thursday's episode because the week kind of was like off. And I really want to talk about Thursday. Yes. For sure. <laughs> I want to talk about yep. Thursday. Thursday's episode, which was 1-20, January 20th. Yes. And Franco's studio was set on fire. What the hell? Liz goes to get keys because Zombie had come over and told, told her that somebody burned down the street. And I'm like, okay. Who the hell would burn down the studio if it wasn't free? It's not free. Peter could have had somebody burn it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I honestly think that Liz has multiple. I honestly, that is like, and her name, name is Emojean Lizzie Gordon Weber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I believe that she and it's has. Emo, it's not emo, it's emo gene because she's an emo. Right. Only an emo would paint their house that dark shade of blue. Oh my gosh, that's dark. Oh, yes. I, I really, you know, she is. I really think all of this that she's doing, she's thinking someone is playing a mind game with her, but I think she's actually forgetting, like we discussed, that she might be suffering from DID. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's not adding up. It's uh, Who's there to put, the boys did not put her ring there in a locker. She, she had this funny look. Remember when Dante came over? And she had this funny look in, on her face, and she put something back in her pocket. I think it was the ring or something. It was the ring. You know, and she had this funny suspicion look like, okay, I know I probably did something. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the ring part yet. Okay, the ring moved. We got that from the lock. And she found it in her lock. She talked to the kids off screen, asked if they, any of them put it there, and they all denied it. So, uh, Dante asked for studio keys. So right. Liz, she's like, well, I'm, I'm me and the uh, superintendent of the building have the keys to the apartment or to the studio. Nobody else has the keys. Right. Dante asked Elizabeth, go get the keys. He goes, go get the keys. And guess what? The ring is in there. It's like, uh-huh. And who else would put the ring in there if it wasn't emoji? <laughs> exactly. It, emoji it put the ring there to say, look, you messed up. You messed up big time by going on that date with Finn. I am constantly telling you something bad would happen if you went on that date with Finn. And guess what happened? I burned it down. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, die. It's not going to happen. Gonna it's going to make you think of Franco every second of the day. Right. That's you cannot erase and watch your memory that quick. <laughs> you cannot and will not erase that man out your memory. So whatever I have to do to prevent that, I'm going to do it. Right. You and know? if it takes her burning his studio down... <laughs> I think that was a little far-fetched uh, she burned it down and then okay another thing Dante asked Cameron where he was that this is like oh no he was here he got hit in the head because Laser Lynn <laughs> Laser Lynn popped Cameron over the head because Cameron and Joss were going to go to her, her dad's to do the nasty. <laughs> they, they, they couldn't find anywhere else to go. 
I'm sorry. I was just saying, Sonny has money. He could have gave money to Jocelyn or her dad, Jack. Well, he left. And then, or uh, Cameron got a job. Could have found a nice motel where they could have had quiet time. It's not hard to go that route. <laughs> what What is so hard about getting a motel room? Right, especially if you can afford it. You got a job, dude. <laughs> A whole job. <laughs> and you're in college. How's the job? He's the manager, Kelly. So, Money. yeah, they can afford to get a motel for one night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously, these writers think that we're stupid. Oh, yeah, they think that we're so, naive and don't catch on to anything. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay, Dante's over there questioning Don, or questioning Cameron where he was, right? Right. And, why would Cameron do that to Franco's memory? And he loves Franco. At first, they did Franco. not get it off. He was Franco was his dad in all senses right. of the word, you know. Right. He was he was his dad, not his. It's like all of Cameron's father figures disappeared or got to, like Xander is his biological father, but he got himself killed. That wasn't his fault, but. Lucky disappeared on him. Jason never really showed no claim on him. Drew neither. So, uh, Brick, all of these guys in and out these boys' lives. They never had no consistency. Franco comes in and changed all that. So, of course, the boys fell in love with him as their father, you know? Right. And that was stupid of Dante to even question. Exactly. Why like, would he? There's no way in the gate he would, like, beat up whoever he found out. Well, except his mom. Ooh, did it. <laughs> but, you know. He was upset. He was legitimately upset. And Dante couldn't see that. And he's like, well, right. we have to question everybody. Well, you didn't question Liz, now did you? Right. You just That's went home and said the studio burnt down. Right. You didn't ask her where she was, but even though she told you that she was, you know, stayed at the house, but there's a big gap of time. They use that clock. Right. <laughs> to say, there's a big gap of time where Elizabeth, there was no account for that. No, it wasn't. So, no. Didn't even think about questioning her, but asked her sons, like, why would her son, of all people, Cameron, sabotage Franco's studio? And he knew, Dante knew how much Franco meant to uh, Cameron. I'm just right. doing my job. I'm just doing my job. No, you're taking your job a little too far, buddy. <laughs> Asking the wrong people the wrong questions. At least Cameron. <laughs> right. So, okay, we're gonna go over to the next scene because I'm all about this list storyline right now. Yes, and I'm in depth in it. I have a good amount of notes, which you see. Right. And I'm gonna read a little bit from my notes. Liz is unable to go to the studio to quote unquote face the space since the night he was killed. Obviously. Because he was killed there. Right. So, yeah, she's not going to be going over there to remember Franco. She's going to remember him being dead. Right. But Emo Jean, like, I, I honestly think Emo Jean couldn't handle going to that place. Because I think Emo Jean would go there a lot. You think? So she's like, I'm burning this place. I can't be in here. So she did it for a reason. There's a reason behind it. I'm almost positive. It's not just to get Liz's attention. She yeah, just she... didn't want to remember him being dead in that state. So she right. did. She sure did. You know. And, and the writers is really carrying this one out too far. They obviously just is not picking up on the fact that Liz might actually have a split, split personality. Right. And, and I really we... hope they don't drop it either. Right. I don't want them to drop it. I don't. I want them to, to the be bottom of this. and finish a storyline. Please, it's a right. It's a Rebecca her twenty fifth anniversary this year of being on General Hospital. Give her a storyline. Give her please. a major storyline. 
your Steinsegel rocket. She would. You know, and you know, I'm tired of them giving her the short end of the stick. So they need to give her a storyline that just will catch everybody's attention. You know? And you know, this is a difficult time for us. So this is a perfect time for them to give her a storyline, even if it means discovering that she has DID. You know, that would explain the missing ring and the the thoughts that she's roaming around in her head or her hesitation of really giving it all to Finn. You know, and Finn. I really think it's it's a bad time for them to be trying to set her up with anybody. Let her be alone. She hasn't grieved long enough. To me, she, she hasn't. At all. Right. She hasn't grieved just... at all. And everybody's like pushing her toward Finn. Like all her friends are like, you need to go out with Finn. Right. Don't, you can't rush grief. You can't. You cannot. You cannot rush grief. That's why I keep... Everybody grieves differently. And obviously, Liz is grieving in a very bad way. Yes, she is. She is really grieving in a bad way. And it's sad that no one is picking up on that. It's sad no one is offering help. Kevin is in Port Charles. He could have a session with her. It, I mean, he, she didn't stop and, you know, hesitate to get Cameron and... No, Aiden some help and Jake some help and Cameron he needed some help at the time. She got like you said, we had this discussion the other day. She got all her boys some help. Why can't she get enough? Even Franco went to go get some help. That whole the family time. got therapy except for Elizabeth. Right. And she I mean, what is it? Just because you're a nurse or something, you feel you can keep it everybody has issues. I don't care what your job position is or what your career status is. Everyone needs some help if they're going through something. She should set up an appointment or someone should do it for her on her behalf if she won't do it. And Cameron is the oldest. He's legal age. He could do it. And something, something got to do. Thing. Okay, and going back to the episode, yeah? Yeah. So Liz tells Cam not to worry about Peter because Cameron's smart. He is a smart cookie. And he, you know, he put two and two together like, okay, well, that trial's coming up on Franco's murder for Peter. Peter might have done it that quick. And I'm surprised Dante didn't go. That was, should have been the first place he went. Instead of exactly. questioning Cam, if Cam set it on, you know, set the city on fire. Idiot. The PCPD is full of idiots. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Uh, if Peter didn't hire somebody to do the art thing, Dante reassures that the Fort Charles Police Department is doing what they have to do to solve the case. Cam is flustered and asks uh, who else would do it. Liz, this is this is a telling thing right here because Liz told him shut up. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the police are doing what they can figure out what happened. And oh, then right. Cam wondered if the fire is going to hurt the case against Peter. Dante tells Cam that even if Peter gets off on the murder charges, Peter's still going away for a very long time. This is so wrong of Dante to even say that to Cameron. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Why can you be a little bit more positive on that note? And be like, right. oh, we'll get him. We're going to, we're going to get him for Franco's murder. Don't tell him that that he's gonna get off. I'm saying it's just, just wow, wow. Uh, I think Dante take his entitlement, you know, a little too far. Yeah. You know, he took his job a little too far to the head. You know, and let's not forget that once upon a time. He had a breakdown himself. So yes. for him, just because he got his act together, got the help he needed back on track, and he's himself again. Yeah, he's, he's not in no position. Yeah, he's not hmm. And Kevin's an amazing psychiatrist. He pretty much fixed him in one episode. Right. <laughs> one episode. And that's what I'm trying to say. It was like, this man went to go get some help, and then he's all of a sudden healed. You know, because he went to go see Kevin. 
So I don't see why Elizabeth can't go and get some help. Why won't she? Does she know she needs? She think Finn can help her through this? No, he cannot. He's not a shrink. He's a doctor. Right. <laughs> right. He's not a psychiatrist. He's a doctor. He heals people physically. Or try to. <laughs> but the mental part so, of it, she needs here's seven. Here's my Dante, <laughs> can't you see this kid is terrified that Peter is going to get off on these charges? Oh, God. I can do at least reassure him that he give him hope because Cameron has a lot of stuff that he's dealing with. Not only with mourning Franco's death, trying to take care of his mom, going to college, going to work, dating his girlfriend and he can't get laid. He has a lot of stuff on his plate. Reassure the kid and say, this is one thing you don't have to worry about. We're going to take Peter down. Right. To me, it was just really idiotic of Dante to even say that he's going to get off. Even put that in the system. Exactly. Stupid. It was stupid. It was very stupid. And put too much stress on Cam along as is. I mean, like you said, he got all these things going on. Not to mention, he still had to make time for his little brothers. You know? Right. And dealing with the patient's death. On top of right. that. Yes. So, he has a lot. Yeah, I mean, all, that whole family needs more therapy. They need to go see Kevin. Right. Like, family therapy, that would help them all. Right. They would probably get some type of breakthrough. Yeah. Okay, you so know. Cap doesn't care about any of the other charges. Obviously, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't care about any other charges that are against him. He just wants him to take responsibility for killing Franklin. That's all he wants. He wants that justice. Right. I see it, and I agree. Me too. Except I'd rather have the emo gene. Gab him in the neck with the scalpel. She almost did. But it was Elizabeth that had the scalpel. It wasn't emo gene. So. I think emo gene. Emo gene would have stabbed him out of second thought. Emo gene would have got him right then and there if she was right there. <laughs> right. It would have totally you know, And I think if it wasn't for Fan walking in... Liz probably would have done it if Finn didn't walk in. When Finn walked in, you kind of like you don't. He told her what? It's not worth it. Don't do right. this. Right. And, and stop. But, it yeah. Oh, I get again. Okay. So Elizabeth tells Cameron that Peter gets convicted for murdering Franco. It's not going to bring him back. This part made me cry a little bit because I'm like, yeah. but he needs to die. Cam tells his mom it would make him feel a lot better if he did go to jail. I see where Cam's coming from. I totally see. Elizabeth asks if she could go to the studio to see if there's anything salvageable. I'm sure Imogene made sure that there was nothing salvageable. (laughs) Imogene is good. So, Dante tells, yeah, the, the, the investigation is still going on and it's probably everything's probably a loss anyway because of all the fire retardant all the water damage fire damage all that so i would not care (laughs) if dante told me this if i was elizabeth i'd be going to that studio right i would go to that studio to find one thing that was frank Right. Just have it. Even if it's burnt for Christmas, there's nothing there and it's all burnt and water damaged, whatever. There has to be one thing in that that's valuable that's still intact. If it just stayed to the studio. Right. I agree. It's there has be to be something there that wasn't damaged. Right. A picture, a portrait, a statue, something that he loved and admired at the studio she could keep for a great memories. And it's not even a it doesn't even have to be a big thing. It could be a burnt paintbrush or something. So at this point I'm just really wanting Dante to leave. Thank goodness he does. I was <laughs> I was I was pissed off at Dante at this point. I was he, he irritated like, me. Like so much 
better than it, you know, I feel like it's so much better than everybody else. Right. I mean, we're gonna let Peter go, and, you know, just that whole thing was irritating. So, I was like, Dante, just leave. Just get out. Leave. Don't even bother. Yeah. Thanks for telling us the studio burnt down, but we'll take it from you. Whatever. I still would go to it. She reaches in her pocket. She goes into the ring. She puts the ring back in her pocket and Cam comes back in. So her and Cameron talk about her, about how Cam would tell her that when he was missing him really bad, he would just imagine that he's at the studio. Right. That busted my heart into a billion pieces. That's why I didn't, we didn't do the podcast Friday. Right. Because, because of I that. was still overly, my emotions were, I was trying at the drop of my hat. Yeah. I've got tears in my eyes right now because he, they said that. And I'm like, ah, my heart. Uh, right. <laughs> my little heart. Why do you finish <laughs> forward? Oh, God. And yeah, then yeah. when told that, that that she would think that she would do it, you know. I was like, well, blame it on Emo Genie. Why don't you burn it down? She did it. I know she did. Yes. Yeah. So it's she the altar. So, it, this is the, a quote from the show. It kind of feels like we're losing him all over again. And they embrace. And I cried. And I and oh. I literally said this. I was all, damn you, Peter. And damn you, writers, for taking away my Franco. <laughs> yeah, dear for my boo. Took our Franco away. I, mean, I like Austin, but I'm not in love with him. I'm in love with Franco. I was in love with Franco because he was an artist. And he was a right. good cat. Yeah. You know, Austin, he had the grown. funny with his yeah. horrible bad jokes. Yeah, Austin, so, he still got to earn his stripes with everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he got to earn his Which stripes. Which I will talk about here shortly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... Wow, the man bun's going away today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, God. I like that. I like Gold that it's going away. Just a screenshot from Friday. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, bun, man bun. God, thank you. Now I'm going to totally spaz out when we have the Zoom meeting with Roger. I'm going to spaz. I'm going to lose it because I haven't seen him with his hair like that in a long, long time. Right. And then instantly flashbacks of Franco. Yeah. When I saw hair like that. Like, oh, this might be Franco. I don't know if I can handle it. You know, it was that picture that you had sent me on Messenger a couple days ago, and I swear I thought he had cut his hair like he did back then when him and Liz had their reception. I said, oh my God, he got a faded haircut again. But then... It was like, oh no, that's just the older, older picture. Because his current picture is the one you sent me with his hair down. But it still looked good down. He looked amazing with it down. That man bun had to go. That's not him. Right? It, it, it never was him. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. And here's Cam being smart again. Why is he not a police officer? Because he, he's, he's running circles around everybody. Right. He's around the circle around everybody, knowing exactly what's going on. He's a brilliant young man. Acting like he's acting like a, a veteran actor that's oh, been yeah. in Fort Charles for millennia. Yeah, he's so only what about stuff out within minutes. He's very smart, right? He's very so smart. He, and... he wonders, you know, and he voices his concern to Elizabeth, who would set the fire if it wasn't. Peter or somebody who did it for Peter. Right. He said the timing was weird around the time because it was a, uh, around the same time her wedding ring was popping up in the room. Mm. Cam knows something's going on. Oh, yes. Liz, like, is like, like, oh, if one has nothing to do with the other. And he's like, they both have something to do with Franco. Don't tell me that. You know? Right. <laughs> Us as fans know that we caught it quick, but kid to figure it out, that is something. 
Oh my God! It's like you a freshman in college and you figured out more than an adult that <laughs> old enough to be right? a mom and dad put together. Like, oh my God! It's so funny because he, he figured out that type of stuff that obviously Dante can't think about. Right. And, but you have to remember, you have to remember, even though Cameron was conceived off an affair with, you know, you know, Xander and Liz thing back in the day. Xander was a smart young man. He was, he had problems, but he was smart. Yeah. He was, he was very smart to be his age back then. So I think Cameron got some of that basic, you know, that smartness from his father, even though his father wasn't active in his life. You know, and just probably just, you know, while growing up seeing what's going on in life, he just figured it out. You know, he had right. to. He was the oldest. Well, okay, well, Kem said it struck him as odd and unusual and weird. Liz dismisses the insinuation, and I'm, and I'm honestly thinking that it wasn't Liz saying that. That was even being. She's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a kid, whatever. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was Emo Jean telling Cameron that. Yeah, it was a split. So Cam's like, oh, my tea needs more sugar. and Just get him out of the room. So whatever, Rogers. Yeah. And the Liz word. goes in her pocket again and looks at the ring. And that look that she had the weirdest, like, I don't know how to say it. She had a look of mischievousness on her face. I saw that. Like, I I'm, I'm about that. to F things up. Yes, I saw it. I'm gonna uh, mess with Elizabeth so hard because she is destroying Franco's memory. Right. That's what that looked. Like. Right. It really was. And it, yeah, it to me it looked like she was planning something devious. Oh, she was. She was. She was, she was. You know, and honestly, I don't think Liz ever got the help that she needed. Started from a teenager. Remember. Started from the rape, you know, then her attempt to suicide when she was losing Lucky. And now it's even worse because she lost her husband. And he really, really, really was deeply in love with her. And the feelings was mutual. And she don't know how to pair all of that. But she has had previous breakdowns from the time she was a teenager all the way up to Lucky. And then now Franco is even worse because she lost the love of her life. And everyone kept saying the love of her life was Lucky. No, that was her first love. The love of her life was Franco. You got to know the difference. A first love is different from the love of your life. There's a video out there saying Liz's loves of her life. She had three. And right. Franco was her true meant to be birth till the end of time love. Right. Everyone has had the And the writer birth. just killed him off. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. They it's always sad. sad. She finally found happiness. And you made her get rid of that. You make her lose that. Why? I don't know. It's to hook her up with... Writers are retarded. And did it for, they did it for the shock value of it. Yeah. But it was the worst thing they ever did. They that did. was the worst thing they could have done. Is kill off. I mean, it would have made more sense. Okay, they had like, they had it in like three or four storylines. Mm -hmm. He had the tumor already. We knew we were he was gonna die from the tumor. Right. Why did you bring the tumor back if they were just gonna kill him off? Exactly. You have Peter of all people kill him off. Like, right. oh my god. I was he like, was I would have made more sense to me, and it would have been more a satisfying death to me if he would have died from the tumor. And Elizabeth yes, holding his hand, would have been. and it was, you know, a beautiful send-off for Franklin. But no, yes, it, they destroyed it by killing him off. It's like, kill him. Right. And, and, and it's like, I don't really understand, because at a time, Peter tried to end up liking Franco once upon a time when he was starting to date Maxie, remember? He ended up trying to like Franco in the beginning, a little bit. But then they writers twisted it all up and say, okay, kill him. Be the villain. Be the bad guy and kill him. And, and place it off as Jason did it. 
Jason and Franco never seen eye to eye, but Jason would never do that to Liz. I knew that from day one. Right. He he cared about her that much to care that, okay, I may not like Franco. But Franco asked him to. Yeah, and he still didn't want to do it because he knew he loved Liz that much not to hurt Franco because he knew that would devastate him. I mean, her. We have this whole, we had a whole conversation on another, another podcast that they were like, well, why was Liz thinking that Jason killed Franco? For one, he was standing over the body. Exactly. (laughs) For two, Franco told Elizabeth that he wanted Jason to kill him if he turned. Right. So, yeah, her first instinct's gonna be... Jason is a suspect. Jason killed him. Right. Because Franco told him to. Right. But Jason didn't even and, honor that. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't, you know, Jason told Liz... No, he never told Liz that he didn't kill Franco. Right. Those words never came out of his out of his mouth. He told he told uh, Jake right that he didn't kill Franco. Yeah, he never told Liz. Yeah, never did that. Never, never had that conversation with her. Ever that he did not kill Franco. Right. You know. He just with, told he told her. I think it was you know me or something. Yeah, when she took him to go see him when he was locked up, when he was in the holding cell, and it was Diane that told him not to tell her anything. Right, of course, Diane. She always looking out for her clients. I know she's looking out for her clients, but she needed to hear that he didn't didn't kill her. I, I think they should. She may should have made it acceptable. Like, well, you can't tell nobody else except Elizabeth. That would have been acceptable. Right. I mean, Liz is the mother of your son. You owe her that much to tell her the truth. And that was uh, that was pretty much it for that episode. Yeah. Because then it just like go into the rest of the episode. So, oh, there is one more part. So Dante went and told Anna that Franco's studio was burned down, and he asked her if she thought that Peter might be involved. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she knows a few people. She uh, right. said she'll have a list of Peter's associates by the end of the day. She's WSP. She has all that information. Yeah. Yeah, but she can't kill Peter. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what would be his motive, though, to get his studio burnt down? You already, he already killed Frank. What would be the point of burning down the studio? He's too busy trying to seek after Maxine and the baby and, right. and, and get to her. What would be the point of sabotaging Frankel's studio? You already killed the man. What more do you need to do? To hurt Liz and her kids. You already did enough damage. Like, I don't know. That's why I really think, like, is what you said. It's got to be imaging. Because ho- Peter is in the hospital, first of all. He can't make too many threats from the hospital. they monitoring him. Yeah. You know? His motive is to get back to Maxie and find his daughter. That's the only thing I think he's concerned about. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him sabotaging Franco's studio, but I don't think that's his main goal right as of now. He's exactly. just worried about Maxie, the baby, and then, of course, he's jealous of Austin because he see the, found out about the connection between Maxie and Austin. Yeah. That's, so that's that what makes so it good. Think. I mean, that's putting Roger's character at risk. Yes. Austin, but I don't want to see hurt. I don't want to see him hurt. That's why I don't really want him to have interest in Maxine. How how come it couldn't be Brick? I mean, Maxine, she got too much baggage with her. Peter is the baggage. No matter how much she escaped it, unless that man is shot and in the body bag, (laughs) you're never going to rid him. He would make threats from prison if he could. I guess that's if he make it there, he might find a way to escape that. Don't right. put Austin, poor Austin, at risk. <laughs> Peter threatened Finn to keep uh, to get him out of the hospital, mm-hmm. or he's gonna spill to the cops that Finn pushed him down the stairs, attempted murder, blah blah blah, whatever. Right. Your, your empty threats. 
Finn who looks at him pretty much laughs it off and doesn't even like me just show <laughs> Right, pretty he much. That, you know, the Peter doesn't know that the, the charges were dropped anyway. Exactly. Because when they were looking for Peter, they, there was nothing to find. Because he wasn't dead. The Finn pointed out to Peter, it's your word against mine, bro. <laughs> 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 That's why he wasn't threatened about it. He's like, it's your word against mine. Who's going to be more believable? Um, right. I mean, you feel Franco and everybody knows. Reputation? <laughs> Or a murdering idiot like yourself. Right. Oh. You see a Franco, you kidnapped your, the mother of your kid, had her labor induced by this fake nurse. You got a lot of things going against you, buddy. Not including stolen off Jason, or at least being a right. part and, and of the reason And just not dying general. Right. <laughs> like, just not dying. He should just be in jail just for not dying. Right. <laughs> Like, it's like he, they trying to make this man immortal, and that's not cool. Right. I mean, criminal. Yeah. B.O.Q. tells Maxie that Tracy found out that Wheezy is not big. So, Maxie, like, freaking out about it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who else is going to find out? We need to do something. Whatever. Anna mm. and Valentine talk about Victor. Felicia upset seeing Peter. So, she wants to talk to Austin. And can I just say... That these two on screen just brightened in my day. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted them to be seen together and I finally got them. I got Felicia and Austin. It was long overdue. I'm glad she's back. I'm so glad she's back. I've always loved her. I really like her. You just know what? Christina and Roger on the same screen, though. You know what pissed me off just before we get back to it? The one thing, though, you gotta admit, Peter was. Very disrespectful to Felicia. Disrespectful to somebody. I'm like, oh my God, this is how you was probably really thinking from jump. What if you and Maxie would have got married? Would you would have been talking to your mother-in-law like that? Like, because Felicia was going to be his official mother-in-law before the right. wedding was stopped. Kind of wish the wedding went through, though, because then Franco wouldn't be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, please. I wish she would have married that man. That would have kept him occupied. Right. You know, but, you know, of course, he had to take his frustrations out on the wrong person. Franco wasn't no threat to him. Right. Okay, so BLQ question by, by Ned why Tracy is concerned about her. Well, <laughs> not to tell Ned nothing. <laughs> I'm going to tell that man anything. Nothing. 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 Don't tell him anything. Let him figure it out along the way. <laughs> right. She's a grown oh, woman. Uh, She's not a kid. <laughs> so, going back to Felicia and Austin real quick. He asked Austin to go to And I was like, yes. And then he just, then she's like, can you pop Maxine going? He's like, no. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and not I don't want that woman yelling at me. <laughs> much that part was funny to me and i loved it because it's like i'm not going to do that you know because maxi is going through enough already as is she don't need me trying to advocate reliving that moment that messed her up forever right no i'm going later on in the episode explaining to her mom exactly why she doesn't want to go to pop right and then she changes her mind <laughs> yes Oh, well, well, we can't have Austin remembering. Then if he does, I need to be there for this. Right. But I have to. Yeah, because remember she was snapping off at the both of them. She was like, I don't appreciate both of you talking about me. <laughs> right? She was a little irritated. <laughs> yeah. So Austin tells Felicia he can't talk to Maxine going because it's hard for her and he understands that. He's so darn cute with this concern about her. He tells her that she is amazing, but it's her decision, but he will go to Pothead if, if she thinks it will help. Felicia yeah. says that she likes Austin. Oh, I love it! I love it. I love that she likes Austin. And she's flat out, she's like, I like you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh! The way she said it was just adorable. <laughs> totally yeah. adorable. Because I love Felicia's voice. Oh, yeah. It's like such a cute little petite boy. And the way she said it, she said, I like you. 
It was. Let me ask you a question, my friend. Huh. What do you think now that Felicia and Austin got this mutual understanding? You like how their chemistry is, as far as you know, like basically like a potential in-law. Are you still yourself advocating for Britt and Austin to be together, or you might give? Yes. Austin- I want, well, okay. Yes, I want Austin and Britt together. Yes. I do want Austin and Britt together. Yes. But because the writers are doing the worst thing possible, I have to ship Austin and Maxie, and I don't want them. Right. <laughs> the only thing good about that relationship is Felicia. Right. <laughs> I think they would be better off I think I would love to see. I would love to see uh, Austin going after Felicia. <laughs> I would not break my heart. But she's married. But she's with Matt, so. Yeah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. I would love to see, though. That'd be, that'd be hot. Alicia doesn't do any love scenes anymore, either, so. Oh, gosh. That's dead, DOA, dead on arrival. <laughs> but it, it still be better than Maxie and Austin in a love scene. Right. I watched the, yeah, I watched the love scene with Maxie and Mason. I was not impressed. And that's when Maxie was really skinny. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> no, they're not. ma'am. They're it's not. not There's no fire there. It's the only not. person that she had fire with was Spinelli. Yeah. I didn't really even like her with Mason. I didn't think it was that. I mean, Mason's a beautiful man. Nathan was a beautiful yes. man. Holy moly. But he was. no, I didn't. Eh, Ellie was more her speed to me. Exactly. It's like she could control him. Whatever she say, he'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to get Austin that way with her. And I'm like, don't you even. I'm not digging that. <laughs> I am not digging that at all. I don't no. want I don't want Austin to be a yes ma'am kind of person. No, I want him to be able to make his own rules, but have a great relationship at the same time. Right. Well, I am happy that he's in a good relationship with Yeah. Only if she wasn't married, they would make a cute couple. (laughs) Make, yeah, make me happy. But, you know, he's not going to pressure Matthew with something she doesn't want to do. So, I I think Austin did this to get Max to go. Yeah. He told he told her that I'm going to Pata. And then she's like, I'm going with you. <laughs> I don't know if he did that on purpose. Like told her like on purpose so she would go. Mm-hmm. Or if he was honestly shocked and that she just changed her mind on the on the flip of the coin, you know? Right. <laughs> the audience <laughs> knows why she changed her mind. But Austin doesn't. Don't have a clue. Austin doesn't. You know, and I, I hate the fact that Maxie is not telling Max, uh, telling Felicia or Max or Anna, all these cops in her family. Right. And she's not telling a single one. About the truth. About her uh-huh. daughter. But she told Brooklyn. Right. And she not even and had that. found out. I mean, that baby lie is been going on for nine months literally like oh my god <laughs> like the gestation of a baby this is and crazy. it hasn't come out yet right. <laughs> <laughs> oh nobody catching on to this right now <laughs> the writers is overdrawn this out and i don't like it <laughs> now one just, bit okay well you know how they love to like drag out folks right it was Carly and Sunny all the time. They've been having the same conversation for a month. Sunny and Carly. Literally over. for a month. Over and over, repeatedly. For a whole month. It's the same thing. Every day. They wonder why they're losing people to watch the show. Yeah. They tired of it. It's, it's getting boring. And, 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 you know, and if anybody has been keeping up with Carly and Sunny, storyline for years and years and years hell i'm i'll be 35 this year 
and I know more of the damn storylines than nope, everybody else, me and you put together. And everybody knows that it's this cycle. They break up, they make up, they get divorced, they get remarried. So why even waste our time with this? Because we know eventually she's going to take the man back. a conversation today that they talked about at the beginning of the month. Right. The same, I mean, they might as well just take Monday's script and say it again. Right. <laughs> Last Monday's trip, a road week. We didn't have time to write a, an episode. So just do last Monday for today. Just change up a couple. Yeah. And I believe they need oh, to make, make sure. Sonny, make sure you put on your angry face because you're off your medication. Yeah. <laughs> he needs his medication. You see how crazy he was acting at the bar with everybody? Literally about to fight with Scott. Soon as Victor come in, now they join the forces. Now, if that ain't bipolar, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm lost for words. Let's go back to let's go back to Thursday's episode. Yeah. So Ben ended up telling Chase the Peter debacle, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? You have to tell Chase. Exactly. What, what's the point of telling Chase? <laughs> He's suspended right now. What can he do? <laughs> like, literally, what can he do? He just like fair game like you. What? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Chase don't have the backup because he's suspended. He's fair game just like Finn. And and Chase kept digging for Because he's suspended for a month. So <laughs> not on not on the police force in scenes. Who did Chase punch again? Chase got suspended because he punched Valentine. Yeah. 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 That's why. <laughs> yeah. With Valentine, who got uh, Chase basically suspended because he reported it. He punched me <laughs> over Brooklyn. Right. Okay. You know. So Anna and Valentine talk about Bailey and Charlotte and Val's hurting. Mm-hmm. He has a pain in his face and he wants revenge with Brooklyn. I don't blame him. He should get all the revenge he can handle. Oh, yeah. But, uh, because of that, you don't do that. Rip a man's child from his arms that he's fallen desperately in love with. Right. And, and I don't understand. I do not understand men. I don't understand men at all. Right. Why, on God's green earth, would you accept Valentine, who is a Cassidyne? And yeah, he's been a good guy and everything. But you accepted him into the quarter main mansion. Definitely. If he was living there, if everything's fine, once Bailey liked Val out of the situation, Val moved out, good for him. Cool. And comes Chase. And Ned has a problem with Chase being the dad. Right. <laughs> he, didn't have, he, he didn't have a problem with Val being the dad, but he has a problem with Chase being the dad. A good guy. A good guy. A law-abiding citizen. A good guy. He's an officer of the law. You got a problem with him. Valentine is a schemer, scammer, was crazy in the past, ready to shoot half of y'all back in the day. But you open your doors to him because he changed his attitude? Okay, buddy, whatever you say. Basically, fun to question your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, why are you so bad at Chase? Chase didn't do anything you Very and weird. For, he was married to Willow. Yeah. That's his beat because he was married to Willow. Right. That's the only thing that people is judging him on, you know? Right. And, then, and, and I then was like, well, I, if any, if you should be mad at anybody, you need to be mad at Willow. Yeah, she was Chase and banging Michael. Yes, screwing him every chance she got behind the man's back. And Kate and Austin, why are you not thanking Austin? Right. You know, closing the lie. And Willow, she, um, Willow is full of herself. You talk about getting down to the bottom of the truth, but you couldn't even be honest with your ex about being in love with Michael the whole time. You talk about we didn't want to hurt you. 
You're gonna hurt me worse by lying, you dummy. What is wrong with you? You think lying to me gonna save my ass? <laughs> right. Right. Like a work. Huh. All right, Tia, our time is up. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you, thank you all for listening. And we'll uh, be back next week. We'll have more podcasts later on during the week. I was gonna do two this week, but I don't know yet. We might have one just talking about Roger's hair. Okay, so this week the man we'll talk and we need to just yeah. We'll go into like all the projects. Oh yeah. Like the like. We'll do that next time. Oh yeah. I think That's... I think Roger's hair needs to be. We are RH fanatics for a reason. And we oh need yeah. To... I, I I'm thinking maybe even we'll even go into some old talk about some old when I feel. Oh yeah, that we great. Go back down memory lane. Go back down memory lane, and I'll throw some little clips here and there. Like we'll talk about the. I would love to talk about the video. Oh yeah, you know what I was thinking too. They should make a whole week. I was hoping next week. Just I don't know why I'm thinking this. Before I let uh, before we sign off, I think they should do a whole week starting next week. I just awesome. That would be groovy. Right? That would be. Instead of just making this, okay, we had a whole week of Carly and Sunny, Nina, all this. Okay, give them a break. Let's concentrate on our Austin. Right. I think I, I. it would make more sense to me if they would do it that way. If they could go through storylines on a per week basis because yeah. of the way, the way COVID is right now. Exactly. It would make That'd more be... sense if they would do the storylines that way, and it would make it more consistent. And the actors would be running around like chickens with the head cut off. I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we gotta go. Okay. So we'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Signing off. On Goodbye podcast. for now. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to our RH Fanatics podcast. Please join us next time for more great content.